welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Mabuhay, part two, the second set of six queens sashayed into the workroom for an episode of Deja Vu, but did their iteration of Bush impress the judges? Time to pull out the pieces as we talk all things Drag Race Philippines 2, and joining me is the biggest girl group challenge stand on the planet, Precious Envy. Hello. I really am. Mabuhay, everybody. I swear, I love me and my girl group challenges. Um, We're going to talk about it much, much later on this podcast, but I have to know. Are you a pull-out piece girl? I was trying to figure out what the fuck that meant the entire time. From um, a rack, where from a designer, it's not made for them; it's made for someone else, and they just pull it out to use it. No, because I'm not a sample size. So um, I am an Amazon girl though i will literally buy things on amazon because you can try them on Listen. and you're like it doesn't fit so we can go back if you're telling me varushka levels of sample size i quit life um <laughs> right. i don't think she's sample size but it is very much like it feels like she has connections oh, she sure does and she let us know she oh, has connections man um so it is yeah because she kept saying pull out but i'm like is that just the um whoever's translating is that how it's being translated because it just no, felt like it's, it's pull out meaning like and i'll make this reference later on because it still mm-hmm. pisses me off like carrie colby wearing a j-lo look oh yeah okay that's mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. all right friends i got some drag news of the week our german judges have been revealed the show will be co-hosted by drag queen Barbie Breakout and entrepreneur Gianni Jovanvic with main judge club kid icon Diana Brill. Help me here. What's happening? What are they doing with Drag Race Germany? I have no clue. Um, this, this The multiverse is fractured. Time. That's all, that's yeah, all this, I know. This will mark the first time that a non-drag artist will be a co-host, though there's still time he, he could show up and drag like Fred the Man Lear. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big thing here is Diane Brill. Uh, uh, if you listen to some of the WoW Presents podcasting, she's been a featured player in a lot of it, talking about <laughs> the 80s and Club Kid days. Um, didn't know she spoke German, but guess we'll find out we will maybe it's a whole valentina situation yeah but i know she has a lot of history in germany so mm-hmm. there's that uh i, I mean probably... i'm kind of excited for germany i'm like i've always been i've always no. liked germany um i did want to take german in high school but it conflicted with choir and you know the k the gay side one yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's always been like, I was like, that's one of those languages. It's like, it doesn't sound pretty, <laughs> but it's pretty. like, but it's like, but I just love how they have so many words that mean like, you know, schadenfreude, the happiness fault in others, you know. Yas. Uh, I, yeah. I wish I can go to Germany. My brother's going to Germany this year for uh, Oktoberfest. And I was like, wow. Fuck nice. You, exactly. Uh, he's, going to, <laughs> he's going to Munich and then going to the Bavarian Alps. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. Sounds, like, well, sounds like fun good for you all right friends pronunciations i apologize i'm trying to get better um and as always i must leave a disclaimer this is an entertainment podcast we're discussing reality tv show characters as presented to us the reality production we are showing with the enemy television wants to see we react to the real people got an opportunity to get on television share the craft but they've also put themselves in a decision to discuss with seven podcasts is to entertainment to discuss reality tv show okay don't spoil too much Episode one or episode two? I feel like there's like moments in one and moments in two, if they would have mashed together, would have been a perfect episode. Sure. Like not, neither one was like a hundred percent like great, but they both are, were good. It was a good start for the season, but I think I might be episode one. I, 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 I like think the, so too. Yeah. Um, but then if you throw in tucked in there, I'm like, wait a minute, this on truck was good. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We're gonna start things off after the elimination of Nicole Pardo. They see the first lipstick message as Tiny tries to read Basaya. She's not <laughs> feeling great having had crushed someone's dreams, but hey, this is drag race. This is drag race. Miss Jade so it's like top five, and Tiny's like finale next week. Dream on, bitches! <laughs> yes, we've got signed on to do three episodes. <laughs> Arizona's feeling validated and invigorated and exfoliated for winning the first challenge. Good for you being exfoliated. I don't know how that She's got so me. much fun. I love her. She is. Now, because these bitches love drama, Jade is asked how she felt with Arizona winning. She says she's happy for everyone's <laughs> success. Okay. But really, the one person who was not thrilled with Arizona's win was Captivating Cat Cat. She will tell us that her lyrics had no punch. She thinks one more shot was not enough. Girl, that's what the kids are going to be screaming at the club. Get with mm-hmm. it, Granny. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? I didn't realize when she said she was 22 years in, I thought it was a joke because she painted for the for the um, promo. I thought she was way younger. And then when she came out, I was like, going, oh, no, you an old bitch like me. OK, yeah, yeah, I, she, I get the 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I, I will say, go ahead, go ahead. I will say I am kind of falling for Miss Jade. She was she gave me more than I thought she would. Because I was very much a critic of her, but yeah. she's, I think she's showing more. I still don't, I still don't like her voice. Uh, her voice is a little too robotic, but I, but I like how she is. She's, she's not, um, she's doing more for me than I thought, she, than I thought she would. So all I'm right, like, okay. you know what? I'm like, girl, all right. I might like you by the end of this. So. All right. Let's see how it goes. I'm still not sold quite yet, but I do like her more than I did in the previous. Exactly. Podcast. Yep. Kat will float out the idea that maybe Arizona used her chattiness and idolizing of Jiggly to add points. Is she saying she's an ass kisser? Yeah, she is. But Arizona <laughs> says it's okay to call her an ass kisser and tell her maybe next time try and kissing some ass. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I, I can just feel every week Kat Kat doesn't win. She's going to blame something. 
See, you know what? I think we thought Bernie was going to be the silhouette of the season. Yeah. It is Cat Cat. Cat Cat yeah. is a silhouette of the season. They're all wiped out. Time to get out of drag. They will simultaneously pull off their wigs and ouch. Well, everyone but Jade will pull off a wig because this is her hair. She don't wear wigs. <laughs> Come on, quote in Alaska. With the Venus Deluxe Erasure complete last episode, it will be fulfilled this week as Tiny will take the opportunity to say that she's one up on her drag mother as Venus did not win her lip sync for her life. Shady. Oh, that is shady. Um, but listen, when they throw a picture of Venus on the screen, she looks mm-hmm. flawless. So she's got that. She's got she that. does. And then you'll get to see her more of her when you see Dee because Dee Dee and Venus look so much alike in drag. That's why I thought that was her daughter until you said that, that was her mother. I was going, I get it. I see where she how she where she got her paint from. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's time to do it all over again. Please note that they made this room look very clean and very empty. Is it possible they filmed both parts simultaneously? I think they did. I think because. So because I think because it feels like they um, because that room was a mess when they left <laughs> and there was like when and then when they came back in after their photo shoot and you saw all their boxes, I'm like, I don't know where they hid things. So I am pretty sure while the while one group was being they cut, like how I guess what season 15 did, they had a group come in do their photo shoot and as they're rehearsing the second group came in so right. i'm thinking this is something similar where they just had them both in the same space doing other things at the same time right and i and i think that mama pal like changed clothing the entire day went back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. um, but who knows if someone has any insight this is the question i'm dying to know um but let's let's begin well mm-hmm. well I'm horny. It's Dee Dee Marie Holiday who forced her bottom third to say she's 19 years old. She thinks that she only lies on Grinder and on <laughs> She says she's considered one of the Philippines' most influential drag queens. Not her words. Not mine either. She started doing <laughs> drag in 2009. She's feeling pressured as she has a lot to prove and has to live up to the expectation. Now, would someone call Dee Dee Marie Holiday out of drag daddy? I think he's like a, maybe not like daddy, but like daddy. Like yeah. a, I don't think he's a, he's not a bad looking boy. And no. honestly, I kept looking at him, going like, "Did we know each other in San Francisco? You have a very familiar face." But I will say the way that Didi talks to the queens, especially the younger ones, throughout this episode. Oh yes. Oh, I know you from the gay bar. I know you're that old uh, man that sits at the end of the bar, hits Mm -hmm. on everybody, doesn't work. You will find the next one. Yep. Well, especially because they kept referring to her as Mama Mama Didi, Mama Mama. They kept calling her Mama. So you're like, oh, she has that like motherly vibe to her. All right, her look. Horns by Santino Rivera. Look by as she put it on her Instagram pull out <laughs> oh i love it oh that makes me love this outfit even more because she can joke the about shoes. it shoes bitch what are those silver things you're wearing black and gold this is a travesty how dare <laughs> you prince come collect your distant relative i think <laughs> the headpiece is fun but it's so flimsy it needed it some is. help in the structure department i think it, this it is, is very simple it is a closet pullout uh, not to be confused with a couture pullout but we'll get to it <laughs> I didn't mind the look. It is very. It's like I think it's cute. I did. I think I want her to. I still. It's a, 
I think her personality has wowed me, but I yes. do think her aesthetic, I still need, I still need her to up that game. Dare I say she's like the Filipino version of like Mrs. Kasha Davis. Oh, I can, I can see, I can see it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm going to give this a soft boot. It gets, it's going to get a very soft toot for me. Audience, 60% toot, 40% boot. Now, after casing the room, she will say that she has to wait for some basic bitches to come through the door and cue. Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> she is Atrid Mercury. She's 29 years old, and she is the face of Mandalong City. She says that she is a sweet girl who is dainty and all glitz and glam. But if you cross her, she will turn into a villain. Let's ask production if she turned into a villain. Mm. He tells us that she is a stunt queen and will give you death-defying stunts. So there's her all entire identity in two sentences. Yep. Her look is by Jean Garcia, hair by Abigail. She looks so pretty. I saw this and I was like, oh my God, she definitely has ties to Evil Queen because this is her silhouette. I love the mm-hmm. colors of the gray and the mint and the blue. She has a beautiful mug. Where she lacks in personality, she makes up for in beauty. Yeah, because I want to say I remember in her in the Meet the Queen, she was one of the ones I placed really low because I was just like, I don't, mm, I don't really see anything. Uh, she's not camera ready, but it's like she looked beautiful when she walked in. But I did think she felt, especially going being in a room with Dee Dee, Bernie, Ovi. I was like, oh, she's feeling like oh, these girls are like, I'm a I'm a small fish in this pond. Yeah, um, with this look. Fucking amazing. I'll give it a toot. Oh, this is a gorgeous look. It's a toot. Audience, 100% toot. As soon as Astrid does her little twirl, Dee Dee will be like, speaking of basic bitches, Dee Dee will call Astrid by name as Astrid will say hi to Ma. So we've got a connection incoming. Dee Dee considers Astrid a baby queen because she did a little mentoring for her back in the day. Um, so did she stick it in? Um, maybe she did, you know, she, it looks like Dee Dee's in an open relationship or an open marriage. So, I don't uh, think, no, she, no, no, no. I think what we're going to get to is I think she's like me. I don't think the husband actually exists. It's all. <laughs> Dee Dee will tell her to roam the room as she's a guest in her house. And I'm sure that went over well with Mama Pow. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. The Bluetooth device is ready to pair. Bessie, Bessie, the Bessie sensation is here. She is 24 years old from the city of Golden Friendship, Cagayan de Oro City. She is a drag queen by night as she is an architect and graphic designer for a beauty brand by day. How do you do both those jobs at once? No sleep and a lot of coffee. Um, Hey, listen, at 24 years old, you can do fucking anything, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, I used to. I used to do, I just did a lot when I was 23. Yeah. Uh-huh. She tells us that the drag scene in Cagayan de Oro is very emerging and very young. Her look is by herself, Hanum. Hair by Jason Ty. Uh, Candy Muse reference in part two. Now we've got this hood girl with a boombox that she destroys. I hope it was worth it. I will say bravo for the HB branding on the speakers. I think this look is interesting because the neck piece looks like a flotation device. It is very flimsy. I do like the overall styling. It's very punk. It gives attitude that I think she wanted to portray. I will say that she is a very interesting character with a good eye, but I think execution might be her downfall. Hmm. I would agree. Um, when she walked in, I didn't get the Bluetooth 
thing and having it be the stereo head I was like okay I'm like okay that's cool concept but when she tried to step on it I was like bitch what I don't yeah. I don't get why you're trying to destroy it um I didn't get what that what part of it was like you know I guess if she would have come in with a boombox and like threw it and was like oh I'm you know we're not here for tv or some shit like that um I do like the look I think you know you know I'm I like my black mm-hmm. um I think yeah I would agree I think she has a good style um because even when she did her her runway i really like the concept of it so i think she has a little like i like her ideas so i want to see yeah. like what more she has in her bag i agree i will give the soft two uh, yeah soft two audience 69 percent to 31 percent boop she's going to circle around the table to hug Didi first who she seems to have no idea who she is but hey <laughs> at least hannah's excited mm-hmm all right. After hitting her mark and circling like this is a pageant, she finally says her line. Bitch, the goddess is here. And by goddess, it's the ultimate antagonist of the season. Her name is Varushka Level. She is 37 years old from Asia's world city, Hong Kong. Um, okay, Where's she from? Because I don't think she mentioned it. Yeah, take a drink every time you hear the word Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. She says that her drag is future Sakai glamour. She then says she's like a glamazon. And then says she's a muscular like Filipino Barbie. Okay, pick one brand, please. Sit down, friends. It's time <laughs> to find out her biggest achievement. She says it's all about money. She tells us that she helped the drag community in Hong Kong to get paid really well. She says they have said thank you because of her. They have an elevated fee and an elevated drag scene. Queens of Hong Kong, can you verify this for me, please? <laughs> Not saying she's lying, but the credibility out of this one is very low. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Verushka levels. And is is she not is she not the one I put one excitement point for? I think I think yeah, I think you had her low. I had her mid-pack. I knew it. And it is it you know what? She comes across she comes across very fake. Yeah. Um it's everything she says is like heightened and especially in talk we go in about like no i don't want to be i don't want to cause drama and i'm like girl you're gonna be you are the drama and i hate to say it but i think she is the cutest boy i i was like okay interesting okay Mm -hmm. her look no designers listed because i guess it came out of a closet too Uh, (laughs) it it was a pullout it's very goddess. I think the way she has styled this look gives off an evil vibe from the striking mm-hmm. red hair to the stark black lip, very smoky eye. The gown is stunning, but I do not love the bottom of it. It does feel a little cheap. It's very ornate, and she knows that she wants to show off that via her looks because maybe she might be lacking in the performance department. Guess we'll wait and <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of the look? Uh, I think it's a very pretty look, but again, I think I would have liked it better. I don't know why the the um, tool in the bottom is there. I feel like it it feels out of place. Like I think Can if it I was just a straightforward gown, idea? I yeah. think it, the gown part was the gown part, and then it didn't fit her, so she had the tool. <laughs> Probably, or it was too small. Yeah, she didn't want to show off leg. Yeah, you know they but haven't been implanted. She hasn't had the eight leg implants yet, so she can't show them off. Yeah. Um, yeah, she does kind of come across as I don't think she planned to be the villain, but this this bitch is going to be the villain. That's why that's why she um. Mm-hmm. 
I'll give her a two. I will give her a two because I do think it's like she has a sense of style. Um, or it's a toot from like the knees up. <laughs> Audience 93% toot, 7% poop. She will come to the girls and immediately say her name in order for them to learn it and know it. And yeah, she is one of those girls I would not get mm-hmm. along with in real life. Now, Dee Dee will say her name and Bruce will be like, I already know you in real life or Instagram. Like, what? How? Okay. Mm-hmm. Bruce will say that she is from Cebu, speaks Messiah, but her English is more in tune. Good for you, show off. She really, you know what it is. She is that the girl who grew up in the country left the country to move to the big city made it in the city and is now like every time she comes back home it's all about kathy cat like manhattan kathy cat this kathy cat this oh we're off the club till this time that's the vibe she's giving me it's like she came from a very small town probably came from nothing and Mm -hmm. made a name for herself and that's going to be and that's like that's how it is now it's all about what her accomplishes are I'm sure forward. by next week we're going to find out that she does either speak Cantonese or Mandarin and, and she's going to be like, I'm worldly. Mm-hmm. People will be like, so I can speak. I, you know what? I can speak Cantonese. I can speak Mandarin. I know how to count to one to nine. <laughs> okay. I'm worldly. Now, speaking of, she is going to be like, this is an epic entrance look and our costumes are amazing. And she really wants them all to know that she wants to win the look department all while secretly mm-hmm. touching every inch of them. Yep. She claims it's like a grand finale, but hey, who blows, just blow smoke up their asses if you think that's what's best. Mm, that is not a grand finale. No. Hello, Didas. Were you talking about me? It's Bernie, and she is 35. She says she is the sexy hottie of Mundelung <laughs> City. Oh, boy. Uh, I look great for my age. Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know what? I feel like she's had a tough... She's had a life. She's and then it, it really... And it's like... And it shows. I... Yeah. You know what? She was the one that I, I think she was my least excited point uh, when we did our uh, promo. But I actually think she has so much like story to tell. Absolutely. And I want and I'm like, I'm interested in, in what her story is. Her look by Patrick Serena, hair by Ian Garcia. It's very Tin Woman speak, uh, steampunk realness. I think there's a lot of detailing going on on the top to cover this mm-hmm. fabric that is super inexpensive. I do kind of like the hair, but how many tinsel curtains had to die to make this unit? And we're not even going to get to the next one yet. Um, I just wish the look overall had a bit more balance and she looks like she might topple over. And based on what we're going to talk about later, she might. She might. I I did like the look. She it was giving me um her head, her hair, and the way like the neck was styling. It was reminding me of like an eighties cartoon villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. I can't picture who I'm thinking of, but I'm like, or maybe it was someone from Mortal Kombat. I don't remember. But it had like that superhero, supervillain vibe to it. And I think that's what I was liking about it. But also, this bitch is like five foot two. Like she is she, tiny. She, she is so is small. I think she's probably the same height as George's and friend of the podcast, Jax. Yeah. Yeah. She is a tiny things. little thing. Yeah. yeah. When she walked in, I was like, oh my God, I can fit you in my pocket. You're so small. I'm going to give her a soft two. She gets a two from me. I liked it. I really liked the look. Audience 62% two, 38% boo. Now, while standing on her mark, we will hear Hannah say, 
uh, that Bernie is legendary. She says, whether you're from Manila or not, you know Bernie as she's been in the scene for who knows how long. She just <laughs> called her old. Yeah. Dee Dee will tell us that Bernie is her really good Judy from Obar as they have performed together for a long time, as long as she can remember. She's excited to see a familiar face. Well, you're going to eat those words later in this episode, but we will get to that. Mm-hmm. I oh, think that was the best part of the episode. <laughs> and she will say that Bernie's face is not her favorite, but she's thankful she's there. <laughs> Dd was that I think was the best line. That's the this best line ever. That read. Uh, she does it all with a smile, very much like uh, Galavaro. Uh, it's all exactly. Smile. It's like, it's, like, it's like it's it's, it's she sugarcoats all her reads. It's just like makes it even. Be careful with that word. Be careful with sugarcoat. Didi uses sugarcoat to attack someone later on. Okay, you, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's everything she does. It she does with a smile, so you're not expecting it to be a venomous attack. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Bernie. She's gonna do her greetings. It's a bit chaotic. She knows Astrid and will tell her to just believe herself. She yeah. knew. She knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, Bernie will hug Didi and Hannah, who is very gagged and excited. And then we have Verushka, who has to tell her that she's from Hong Kong, but Bernie doesn't care because she can't even pronounce her name. So there's that. Um, oh, I, I can't it. spell her name. Uh, maybe by the end of the season, just like the silhouette, I will figure out how to spell it. Yeah, I, I'm like I, I get letters confused, but I'm like it's Verushka. Very confusing. I just um, have to think of Veruca Salt, and it's like, and it's like halfway there. So I'm like, all right. Uh, now it seems that Bernie called Dee Dee her kid, or vice versa. I'm not so sure, but mm-hmm. what I am sure about is neither told the other they were coming to the race. Yep, they kept that a secret. Ahem, ahem, ahem. Could you not be spooked with just a stare? Bonjour. Her name is Toilet. Kidding. It's Obi <laughs> Hunt, and she is 24 years old, and she's going to act like it later. Oh, she so is. Fucking finally here. She is the enigmatic provocateur. Are you ready for the mess express? She is part of the drag collective, Drag Playhouse, alongside Prince Marina and Eva Queen. Clock that they have a photo of the three of them out of drag. Mm-hmm. She is here for vengeance because remember, they all lost. Yep. All right, her look is by Yushi Sato, headpiece by Job Dekan. This is so simple and chic and fashion. That fierce face piece is so con. I want one in teal. I love it. I love the silhouette and the shape. The hair is troll's realness. The mug, she is giving you braless in and out of drag. Mm-hmm. She's a superstar in the making. She really is. And she's already marketing. You can go on and get pins of that face already like she is selling shit she's like she's like i'm I'm promo let's go every every episode we're gonna give you something um which either makes me fear that she doesn't make it long um and she's using it or it's like she's milking every minute she has um absolutely i i of course you know i'm a fan she had me at her promo look i love this look i do think the one thing that irritates me about her is she acts her age sometimes she and it's like girl calm the fuck down what's wrong with being confident as Damon lovato once said mm-hmm. I, I don't know <laughs> i will give it a toot oh this is a toot for me too audience 94 percent toot six percent boom ov approaches the girls and is as astrid's like hi sis ov won't even give her the time of day and calls her out for that pull out outfit 
drag race expensive she's a budget queen uh pull out outfit theme of the episode Ovi will then go toward Varushka and ask her name wrong move girl but Ovi moves along to Hannah before the words Hong Kong could be (laughs) ended. now we will hear Ovi say that Bernie is her mother is this the same way that Silhouette was the mother like I really need some assistance here like I need an O-Bar and Nectar nightclub family tree listeners help me out give me the whole whole story I'm wondering if it's someone that they call mother as being like, you were an older queen that nurtured, but you weren't sure. like, but you're not the one who like put me in drag for the first time. Right. I'm wondering right. if they say that because she'll also say like mama Didi a lot right. too. So I'm wondering if it's one of that's the things where it's like. That's why I want like, a full family tree. I mean, yeah. Or basically a, a list of who who's employed by these parts. <laughs> it, it could just be, it's like anyone you've employed with, you're like, hi mama. They're like. Now it is. It wasn't mentioned before, but Ov is going to call out Didi as the bitch from San Francisco. After calling her mother Didi, she says that um, she guesses they need to cater to all kinds of drag. Didi, shame. <laughs> She's really pulling out the the, the Gia Gun references. Mm-hmm. I guess everyone is welcome. Varushka will say that Didi is a TNT, which is Filipino for undocumented immigrant. This will get some laughs as they all joke about where San Francisco is. But really, Miss Varushka is pressed that she's not the only international queen. Oh, she's so- mm-hmm. Well, it will be a moment in this chit chat that they realize there are no new queens coming in. Bernie will literally go to the entrance and be like, hello, anyone home? And Bernie <laughs> like, stop that, come back, sound the alarm. Yep. You would have fully fucking walked out. I guarantee you that bitch would have walked out the room. I'm, gu- I'm guessing she probably did. And they're like, no, no, come back, come back. It is time for our message from RuPaul, who asks them if they are delicious and ambitious. And yes, RuPaul just referenced Precious Paul Nicole's verse in Pop Off Ate. <laughs> and she had no, she was like, what? What no, reference? I no. love you, Precious. I love you. All right. Mama Pow arrives with her Brooklyn Heights cosplay, but a bitch who called out someone's shoes last season. What mm-hmm. the fuck are those loud ass white platform boots? Total boot, Mama Pow. Um, I will say sometimes his boy looks. He doesn't have the greatest boy Go style. Go call Nikki Doll. Yeah, that exactly. Nikki Doll's boy enter like when he's like boy drag in the workroom, so good. So like good. he he needs some he needs some uh, pointers. Yeah, but also, um, can we talk about? You might have talked about the last episode, like the dead can RuPaul. Hello, thank you for joining Drag Race this, Philippines. It this, is like, she, but if you notice, she's wearing the same. Um, top that she wore for when she had like the weird white hair mm-hmm. uh, so she clearly did it in all one sitting oh know. i'm pretty sure it's like she's like i you guys have two hours give me what Literally. we need i'm Literally. pretty sure she does every one of them for the entire year all at Absolutely. once Absolutely. and it's like here you guys go there we are like she doesn't have the same oomph that she does in america but it's like yeah. just give me something this but was I did get the day it wasn't the day, but I did get the, the vibe that I was getting was I thought their version was going to be different because it did kind of feel like it was like, oh, are they going to do a rock over like more rock, hard rock? I'm like, OK, I'm here for a different version. And then it started. I'm like, wait, no, it's the same tempo. OK. Now, once again, Mama Pal reminds the girls that the workroom is bigger and the stakes are higher. Are you a fan of the new workroom? I am. I like it. It does. It does they need big workrooms. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the 12 girls. 
you have 12 girls. That's a lot of like storage you have to find. And if you're using the workroom as you're untucked, you need to have, you have to make it feel like we're in a different part of the right. uh, workroom, not just like, hi, put the wall here, move the wall, you know. Let's discuss the prize package once again, as they will receive a one-year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills. Again, I ask, what happened to one size? Having the Filipino creator as the brand was brilliant. I know. Because the star did not have enough money. Is that what it is? Um, or maybe he didn't, or maybe he, maybe something happened when he was, when he guest starred and he's like, mm, we ain't continuing this contract. I mean, Patrick Starr was a drag con this year. I will say that. Um, yeah. we get to meet them very briefly. Um, and they also will get 1 million pesos powered by Kubu. Kumu. Kumu. No, this one, Kumu's not going to get shout outs the way they did last week. No. Five seconds. All right. For the very first mini challenge, it's time to push their boundaries and step out of their comfort zone. It's all about facing your fears. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. So OV is ready to do anything. She asks, is it a penis? These girls really don't want a 12-incher. They like it small, you know. Small. What's your biggest fear? Um, death. Death? Okay. Yeah. Which is ironic because you love horror. Yeah, I don't mind other people dying. Fair, that's fair. Just not myself. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Week... It's like I don't know. It's like I think I would be nervous if I was if I was in their shoes and they pulled out the snake. I think I would be nervous. The same with the tarantula. I think I would be nervous at first, but then I would be like, "Oh, you cute little thing. How are you doing? Oh, I love you. You're so adorable." You know, I do something this, like that. This week, I'm going to share my biggest fear. My biggest fear is Drag Race gets canceled internationally and i have nothing to talk about on this podcast <laughs> we arrive you'll have to again. find you'll have to find new reality shows to just talk about love island that, that'll do it oh god um oh god. No, every iteration of real housewives i'll have new listeners there um uh, okay well, it was we nice arrive. being a guest on your on your podcast uh, <laughs> <We> <laughs> the one franchise again. i don't touch in the green screen curtain room with our favorite Filipino swing, BJ Pasquale, who was mm-hmm. just as yummy as he was last week, though I think it was still the same week. Oh, it was yesterday. What are you talking about? <laughs> First to shoot is Dee Dee Holiday. She's horny and is welcome to the jungle. She is very excited to see the most sought after photographer, BJ, as she has been chasing him. Ah, oh, girl, get a grip. Dee You know what? Dee Dee needs water. They just need to give her water because girl is thirsty. Yeah, Didi, who got some shots in before Mama Pow was like, something's missing. It's extra special guest star. Again, not the pit crew. He's just the escort for a fucking snake. Bitch, no. I was fine with an itsy bitsy spider, but a snake, snake, where's Brittany? <laughs> I swear, when I saw the spider last week, I literally was like, oh my God, is this America's like, Top Model season literally. three? Because they literally did the tarantula challenge on that one. Didi is screaming as she is reminded that the snake is non-venomous, but is trained, so she must be gentle and remain mm-hmm. calm. Yeah, that would not work out for me. Didi will say that the snake reminds her of a friend at Obar, and Mama Pow wants names. And so I, so do I, but I think we're going to get a name at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didi says that the tongue almost went in her contact, which is terrifying, and, but she's going to make his astrid mercury is next and that snake just once uh went up all in her hair and i'd be like no no this is too expensive mm-hmm. she likes it thick and long but she was getting goosebumps <laughs> as she was trying to avoid the snake 
Hanabeshi's turn and she's like, oh, fuck me. And Mama Pao's like, who? The pit crew with the snake? And she's like, all of the above. And I was like, mm-hmm. Hana is heavy with her hands with the snake, but BJ will tell her that he loved her performance as she gave the most variations with her facial expressions despite getting scared when it was hissing at her. I mean, naturally, a hissing snake, I would not be scared. Even if, even if you told you kept repeating, it's non-venomous, I'm all, yeah, but is the bike going to still hurt? I'm like... Right. You know, if it strikes at me or if it starts to contract, you're like, you know, they're strong. They're, they're yeah. strong. It's time for Verushka and she is not okay. But don't worry, the snake's professional. <laughs> she was most worried about her metal headpiece and coming at her face. But BJ says that everything worked for her. And when she got comfortable with the snake, she the face was right with the facial expressions. We have Bernie next, and she's not here for this challenge. She was praying it wasn't <laughs> frogs, but when you pray for frogs, um, no frogs. You get snakes. snakes. Uh, yeah. Her clit will pop out seeing her slithered friend. She will try to hold the snake, but she will end up grabbing her garment, too, and Mama Pow is just loving taunting her. I'd be like, Mama Pow, you get your ass up here, please. I know. Well, that's all point of being the host. Like, I can put you through the ringer and be like, uh, dance for my entertainment, monkey. Dance for my entertainment. Speaking of, it's Ovi Khan, who will be like the big snake. And she's like, I want to kiss the baby. Uh, until she starts screaming her way through this challenge as the baby is giving her tongue. Mm-hmm. She gets told by Mama Pow that the snake is hypersensitive to sound and the bitch keeps screaming and freaking out. I mean, listen, it's understandable, but perhaps if you know it will get the snake to react, try not to. I, w- I actually was surprised. I thought she was uh, giving her like dark aesthetic i thought it was going to be a lot more of the oh i'm fine you and me snake let's go but she was like i was like oh calm down calm down baby is mad and all mama pal can do is laugh because she's getting excellent content Mm -hmm. and just like last week our divas are going to re-enter the workroom as we're going to delay the results to the challenge which again i think it's because the other group was changing rooms Mm -hmm. They're so glad they were in rehearsal while they had, right. while they're like, hi, they're rehearsing, so we can we can use a room now. Obi says she started to see human species when they started to drag and leave it to Dee Dee Marie Holiday to hit on Verushka and her biceps. Mm-hmm. She says she is the trade of the season. Is Daddy Verushka the trade of the season, precious? I said yes. And if, if you read my comment, I said I hate myself for for, for yeah. this answer. Um, yeah. you know what it is. Verushka as a boy reminds me of like every Hell's Kitchen gay that there is. Like because that's the, the vibe. The face work, but also the vibe. The vibe is very like Hell's Kitchen-y. But I do think I'm looking at the boy pictures right now. I do, I kind of think Astrid's very cute too. Yeah, Astrid was fine. I think Arizona's a cutie pie. Uh, Arizona um, is so adorable. Nicole Pardo had a moment and then everyone else walked in and was like, well, no, no more. Um, well, I think Nicole Pardo really was a daddy. Like, literally. he had more daddy vibes than Dee Dee. <laughs> but Dee Dee uh, is all... The also thing is, Dee Dee reminds me of, like... Because um, my sister... My older sister married... Um, her, her second husband was a Filipino, so uh, my niece's ne- my niece nephew are, are half, are half, mm-hmm. half Filipino. Um, but it's like... Didi reminds me of like his family members, like when I was younger and go visit him and like hang out with them. Like that's the like that's I think why he looks so familiar to me is because he reminds me of like that part of my sister's like sure. uh, ex's family. 
Well, Didi says those biceps, chest, abs, and ashes are ready for the Hong Kong treat. <laughs> now, unlike last week, we are going to bypass the small talk and save it mm-hmm. for later as Mama Powers returned to see her girls at a drag. BJ follows behind to reveal that the winner of the challenge is Varushka. Do you agree? No. I thought it was going to be Hana. I thought yeah. Hana she was going to get it. Um, honestly, I was very surprised when they said Varushka, and I was like, Hmm. Yeah. Are they? Are they do? Are they pulling Irene and giving her the win because they're gonna get rid of her? I'm like going. "Mm." So she at least walk away with something. She will win a cash tip of twenty thousand pesos. Winner, winner, chicken nuggets. Winner, exactly. For the first maxi challenge, they are ready to pop off. Ate. They'll be singing and dancing in their own girl group. Boosh. They will each write their own verse that embody who they are and showcase their unique talents and personalities. They will have to choreograph themselves as well as come up with a group name. Get ready for a show-stopping performance. Because she won the mini-challenge, Varushka will get the advantage of choosing her own verse position, and the others will fight it out. Now, we saw what happened last week. Do you think it's important to pick your spot, and where would you want to be? I think it would be, I don't know, I feel for me would be like, I'd want to hear what everyone else is doing. And then I would be like, how would this, how, what is the best way for this to flow? Because if you're going from one girl who ends a certain way and you start and it's like, feels like jarring. It's like, no, I'm like, I'm one of those people. I used to make mix CDs a lot when I was in college. So, and my biggest thing was as I'm listening to one song, I'd be like, oh, this one flows into it better. So I'm going to put these back to back. I think I would have been like, I would want to be like, let's see, ver- let's see what verses are, and that would give me the idea. But the thing was, they said she could choose her position. Okay, we're, we'll not- put a pin on that. We're going to talk. Yeah, about that. we're going to talk about mm-hmm. it in a second. Um, now, for me, I'm going to stand by it because I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. I think first position is by far the best because if the fans are doing the song, they're going to do your verse first. If you don't want the first, you want to be right after the chorus mm-hmm. because at least if you sing the chorus, you can get into that verse right after it because again i'll give the examples of someone like alaska uh someone like lawrence cheney someone like i don't know turing boom Torine. i like the fact that you like when you think of papa Vate, automatically you're like Turing. boom Torine. it's like you're like yeah it's right so there position, or she's right position. there literally okay mama pal reveals that they will record their verse with two of the four sister members of the girl group fourth impact they won the show world championship of performing arts and are alum of the 12th season of the british edition of x factor this week we will have irene and salinas ricardo who were not like our chicas last week who were much better than these two yeah i think i think the girls that we got in episode one their personalities were a lot better I don't know. Maybe they like drew straws, but also it's like, I'm going, oh, they got both sisters. So all members of fourth impact appeared just not together. Yeah. All right. Mama pow. We'll remind them that after tomorrow, one of them will have to sashay away. Who will it be? Well, we'll get to it. The girls head to the table where they will be led by Miss Verushka, who reminds them that she has the privilege to choose, but she wants to make it fair and say they should listen first. Now, last week when I asked what the track they listened to was, uh, this week I think we got a little bit of a snippet. And I think we got our answer. Uh, we are going to hear a little part of Bush and then into the instrumental part of the song. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what the track they have. And I think that's why someone really can't figure out timing because there's no guidance. No, no. It's just like all you're hearing is 
the background I mean, you're like okay that's the chorus you're like okay this is the chorus boosh i'm gorgeous dun, 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 dun. No, i will say the chorus is very catchy it sure but is. i but i don't but none of the verses of anyone from either group has stick with has stuck with me whereas whereas what you're saying with pop off it's like even even girls like later on almost like i can be like bring it ding 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 like you have those yeah. moments uh, but right now i'm like none of this is sticking with me um yeah Ovi will tell us that the track slays, and by slays, she means she's going to dance in confessional, and by dance, she's gyrating and having a seizure. <laughs> That's how I dance, so, you know. Bernie is stressed. Girl. This is not the first challenge she wants. She's got a mental block. Hannah says that Boosh will get stuck in your head, and she is correct. Again, not a pop-off ate, but it, it's mm-hmm. um, better than some of the other tracks we've gotten from other countries. Well, yeah, because like I said, it's like the basic chorus and melody is an earworm. So it does get like in your head. But again, that's all I can remember is just that. Also, let's peep sweet, innocent Astrid, who is wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey. But why? She likes sports? I don't know. As I, as I, I chatted with my, my friends in uh, the UK, they also wear American sports apparel. And I'm like, why do you even like them? Like, no, we found it at the store. And we like what it looks like. I'm like, okay, choices. Well, I guess, you know, I guess if you're going thrift store shopping, you probably do get a lot of people who travel to the States, pick up. Oh, like, no, no, this is not thrift stuff. store shopping. This oh, it's is not your Primark. Thrift? Primark oh, okay. has uh, this ship. Okay. All right. Maybe they're big. Maybe they're big in the Philippines. Who knows? I don't know. Our dear Astrid will start spitting her rhyme, and it's like, okay, wait, I'm actually impressed. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm here, but she likes to rap because she's not confident when it's slow. Now, after listening, whether we miss some content or if she's a fucking dictator, Varushka is assigning the verses. She will tell Ov that she's fabulous. We'll go first. Second will be Dear Mother Didi, aka Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Bruce will put herself third, which was a choice. Then we will have Bernie the Trans Revolution. And please note, unlike last week. This is the first mention of Bernie being trans and really the last of this episode. Wild how she didn't make a big deal about it. Like she was the first trans girl on Drag Race Philippines, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And Bernie will be after Bernie will be Hannah and Astrid. Now discuss what happened. What did Varushka do? I think Varushka thought she heard, hi, you pick your spark and, uh, you know, delegate where yeah. it was more of a no, it should be like, hey, I'm gonna go third. You guys fight it out. Um again, why did she be third after why third? Or it could have been she could have asked them, like, oh, do you want me to sh- to put the order? They could have sure. said, Yeah, let's do it that way, like you know. Um and if you're the problem, we can be like, Oh, that's not where I want to be, so I'm gonna move here. But yeah, going third, I don't know. I guess she thought like Especially because she even called Didi Mariah Carey, so all, which right. means that she thinks Didi has a good voice. So why would you follow someone who has a better voice than you? Now, if we are going based off of last season, third position was Marina, third position was Minty. Um, mm-hmm. They did very good verses, but you're not you're not them. So you're not them. Yeah. They also both had in the challenge show did songs so right. it's like and you know so we already had like that established before we went into the girl group so you're like right. there, we have nothing to establish that you can sing 
here. No, Astrid says it was very shady to put her last in the last on the last verse. Um, like Varushka just took control of the group, whatever. Me thinks they just misunderstood Mama Pow, or they were like, Varushka, just deal with it. You be the villain. It could have been, or she could have been like, as someone from Hong Kong, from Hong Kong, I um I put together lineups all the time. I do this. Um, I think if I I think we put on a great show. I think yeah. that's what her selling point was, and no one wanted to fight with her. Now, unlike last week, we have a visit from Mama Pow as the girls work on their lyrics. Now, I wonder if this didn't happen last week and they included it here because they were not thrilled with the lyrics of the pot girls. Probably. Mama Pow will invite Astrid over first. Rather than asking about her lyrics, uh, Mama Pow wants tea. She wants to know what she has to say about her fellow contestants. Astrid will say that she's overwhelmed, especially knowing there are seasoned queens there. What does she find challenging? She's not a singer. She doesn't have a good voice. And Mama Pow is like, you can't even do happy birthday. She kids, but really, have you ever been to a party where there's one confident bitch who was trying to sing out happy birthday and she is so out of key? We all know that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mama Pow assumes Astrid will rap and tells her that it has to be understandable. She will tell her that she had no choice and is going last because they told her she had a strong lyric. And Mama Pow is like, do you really believe that's the reason? And poor sweet Astrid is like, I don't know with these girls. But Mama Pow oh, shows up. Astrid, yeah. But Astrid thinks she has a fighting chance with what she's composed. Poor girl. In over her head. Need like a season or two. I think, I think Astrid was, because she also has only been doing drag for a year. Yeah. I think Astrid would have been, I think Astrid is a season three, maybe better as a season four Philippine yeah. contestant. Or who knows? Maybe they'll pull a Sandra and bring her back next season. Nope, not this one. This no, 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 no. Prince, <laughs> no, Prince is back. the one that comes back. Yeah. All right, we have a visit next from Hanabashi with birth certificate and TOR uh, transcript of records. Now, if anyone can guide me through this reference, as it will be a theme for Hanabashi when Mama Pow calls her name, I would love to know what this is referring to. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't quite get that. That uh, that little interaction when she was talking about that. Now, Mama Pal wants to start by asking how the drag scene is in CDO, and Hannah says, it's emerging, and last year it boomed. She said she made a team where drag was their platform as they contacted bars and places for the queens to perform. Her first will be about family, and Mama Pal likes it. Hannah tells us that she has kept being gay a secret all her life until now. They know she's gay, but they don't know she does drag. That's the plot line of the year. Trend alert. That really is like how many it's like it's been almost like every season this year has someone who's like they know I'm gay, but they don't know I do drag. Yeah. She'll be taking a chance to tell the world and her family that their older brother is an older sister at night. <laughs> Mama Pow says that she's sure her family is very proud. Peep this plot line later down. Mm-hmm. Mama Pow summons Bernie, and it is in this interaction that we were told that Bernie will be here till the very end. Are we getting the setup for a win? Let's begin, shall we? Mama Pat wants to know who she is planning to win Drag Race for, and Bernie says her family and herself. She then reveals that she doesn't want her eyesight to get even worse, and shares that one of her eyes doesn't work and the other eye is blurry. She tells Mama Pat that she got a cataract, and she thought she'd have it treated during the pandemic, but found out it's been bad for years that she didn't know. She was told by her doctor that it's a good thing that she still has balance. She has made adjustments as she can't be on her left side to balance. Now, Mama Pow will be like, oh, but there won't be lights on the main stage tomorrow. And Bernie's like, did you have a power outage or forget to pay the electric bill? But like, <laughs> way to mock the blind girl. 
I know. I was like, I wonder if they, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, I wonder like how well they know each other. If Bernie has been around the scene for as long as the other girls keep mentioning, I'm pretty sure her and mom probably have like some form of relationship outside the show. And I think that's where it's kind of been like, where she is like, I can dig at this and I know you're not getting, it's not going to upset you. Yeah. Bernie tells her that she promised herself that before she loses her eyesight that she should have drag race in the bag. She needs to nab the crown and the million dollar prize so she can have her eye treated and help her family. Yeah, this was the moment I was like, Bernie's going to be here to the end. I don't know if she's going to win, but she's definitely going to be a contender. I, I do feel like she's, she has a strong viewpoint. And I was like, I can see her staying, her staying longer. I yeah. thought the only way they would be like, unless she fucks up, the, I was like, I didn't think she was going to go home today. But I was like, unless they did something where it's like, um, where they're like, oh, your, your eyesight's bad for this competition. Look what has one of those moments where it's like, right. for your health, I think it's best if you're not here um, to get treated. But yeah, it, I also found it funny being that these are the three girls that we saw talk and no one else. Before Mama Pal leaves, she wants to know the name of their girl group because we didn't have an official moment last week about their girl group name, but mm-hmm. they say Langangu Vo. Vo. Uh, thanks to our caption, we know that is a stylized form of your fierce mouth. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, uh, what? It's not words. You just put that, this is not a word. Slam it on the P keyboard. I, I, um, first I thought it was like, is it like a combination of like their names? But I'm like, no, I have no idea what the fuck this is. Mama Pal can't even say it. And when your host is lost for words, it's over. But does yep. she say that it sounds like something a gay person would come up with? She does. And that's on that. Um, your fierce mouth. Mm-hmm. But she tells them that on the runway, the category is fringe with benefits. Make it fringe-tastic. God, I hate fringe themes. I hate it, but we'll get to it. All right, the queens head to the main stage where the LED wall is again giving us LSD brick wall 2000s fantasy. Yep. They meet with fourth elements, Irene and Selena, who are these cute little Filipino pop stars holding microphones because I assume they don't know how to act in reality without them. Again, like last week, why? Yeah. I don't know. Are they so soft-spoken that the production is like, we need you on a microphone because we can't hear you otherwise? It could be, or it could be like, you know, the, it's a, there could be the whole thing. It's like their personality shine when they're singing, but they're like, when they're not, it's kind of like they're they're more like taken aback. Sure. Yeah, and I guess who's back in the house joining them is the award-winning music producer and founder of Caesars Records, Moves. Uh, Dee Dee says he's exactly the kind of man she would cheat on her husband with. And I say, is that a real husband or the imaginary one that I pretend to have? Saves it for now. Yeah. Um, I think she's definitely single and always ready to mingle, even with Moops, who um handsome man, handsome man. Not my type. He's so he's so handsome. I'm like, oh, you can adjust my poll whenever you want. OV gets that started. She's excited and energized and it showed. And while we see her do well, we have Arushka question her lyrics as the bitch of Cavite, as she doesn't believe she's the face of the province, and then says that if she had a house in Cavite, she's moving to Cebu. Shady bitch. Oh, I'm surprised she didn't say she's moving to Hong Kong. She likes to say that. Shit. <laughs> Didi is feeling overdressed, and this week uh, she is the one begging for Moops to help her with her mic stand. Mm-hmm. She's flirting and giving us Mariah Whistletones, but baby, she is no Davina DeCampo. No, no, she's not. 
The girls will tell her that she can do better on a second go. And now we have Miss Critical Verushka up, and it was bad. Like, she's in trouble. Um, And the fact that she is admitting that she came back to the Philippines for season two, I do not care for this one. There's a reason auto-tune was invented. Yeah. Bernie goes, and she's going to mess up a few times. She is very shy and has stage fright, allegedly. Um, She wants the stage to swallow her up. Set up? I think so. Yep. Now it's Queen Hanabeshi, and I swear she is working off a different track. She thinks she's giving Nicki Minaj, but she's <laughs> she ain't no barb. The girls are going to tell her her timing is off and mm-hmm. not in sync with the music. Uh, her rapping was just so offbeat. Like, this is, we'll get to it, but this was a different track. Yeah. Or maybe they did give her a different track. Maybe. Finally, we have Astrid, and she's so precious. She has no energy, and you can tell she's nervous. But she is a cheerleader, and I'm like, where is the power that you have as a cheerleader? They have her do it again and again and again, and she doesn't seem to nail it. She was. I felt like she was very much deer in the headlights. um, Literally looks like one. Most of the episode, it was just like, and you saw, especially towards the end, like, uh, I was like, girl, it's, you still need, your, your, your pot is lukewarm. You still need to boil. Irene and Selena are excited to see them again tomorrow as they will be part of the judging panel. Why didn't they sing them off like the, her, their sisters did last week? Maybe this, those two were the bigger personalities and these are the ones who are like, we'll give those of the group two. <laughs> All right, it's time to put on those boogie shoes. Bernie's going to take the lead as a choreographer and give us a three-person formation to start. Varushka, the queen of everything, will say that it's too complicated and asks her to simplify it. I was like... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, when she started and she said, I'll take lead and choreograph, I was like, she was... I didn't think what she was doing, what she was putting together was that hard or was that difficult. But Varushka was like, if this is too complicated. And I'm like, girl, how simple do you want it? Do you just want to do a totes touch and move your like shimmy? I'm like, you kind of have to work together. And well, the end, we see how it turned out. Didi is happy with what Bernie did until Miss Varushka dragged him down. And maybe it's going to show. Varushka mm-hmm. says it's hard for her to dance as she's not a dancer. And I say, why are you here? This is part of drag race nowadays. Even if you're not a dancer, you still kind of, you can try to do your best to do with the movement or to say like, is there anything I can do differently to work with what I know instead of pulling, I do think the throw in the, I'm not a dancer card. I'm like, you may not be a dancer, but you can still move. You Mm -hmm. can still do some type of movement that would make it work for you. She will even offer some suggestions. And Bernie is like, this is the girl group challenge and you're already on the acting challenge. Yeah. Bruska <laughs> thinks it's selfish. But really, you're the selfish one for ruining wow. the girl group challenge for your team. Bernie thought she was a dancer because of her hand movements, but this fucker has two left feet and calls her Eva Le Eva Queen. Queen. Look at the bitch getting two shout outs in one episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eva, I love her. We are going to bypass Elimination Day completely as we're heading straight to the runway. Mama Pow is here, and she is looking like a 70s diva in teal about that hair. Mama, if you want to do disco, that hair better be bigger. But I would wear that look. It was a really good look. It was a good look, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bigger hair, bigger hair. Um, I'm sorry, but I keep I, I can't unsee it. Her face, she's painting like she's Angelina Jolie. <sighs> 
I don't know what, yeah, it's like, I don't know what she decided to do. Like, I feel like she has lost some weight from last season to yes. this season. Yes. And I think that may be why her, when she, she may still be painted the same, but because her like face now is a little thinner, it's coming across or reading more Jolie. And or she definitely has face work too. Or who knows? She may be, you know, she may be like, that's her style icon. She just wants to be her. Is it? Could it be anyone? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Our panel this week is Kyle Karen, Jiggly Caliente, BJ Pasquale, and our fourth impact girls, Irene and Selena Zarcado. We are going to start with our debut performance of Bush and then hit the runway. Let's do it. This week, our girls are decked out in blue. And once again, the wall is blue. It wasn't as distracting <laughs> as uh, last week. Last week was terrible. You could not see the girls behind in front of that wall. Yeah, they they were really washed out last week. And the lighting was not as terrible. It was very heavy last week. Yeah, yeah like this lighting is still like not the best, but it's yeah. like, yeah, I think I think they were like, oh, we, um, you know, after last after the last hour of them, uh, of them, uh, of them performing, let's uh, let's fix it for this group. Now I also to kick like us off again. I also like that, like group one decided to do red and group two was blue. I was like, okay, that was just like such a weird theme where there's like, it was very much like a color story. The Filipino flag, silly goose. Oh, see, see, I'm, I'm just a ignorant uh, American. Who also has blue and red in their flag. Yes, but I'm not, I'm not that much. I don't do America. (laughs) All right, now to kick us off, we have a much better starting formation as we have a variety and levels and the girls actually facing the camera. Yeah. But this entire performance will be the story of Varushka fucking up every fucking move. Let's kick us off with Ovi Cunt wearing a leotard, but it's fine. The jacket was great. <laughs> the jacket was great. She had excellent energy, and I could tell she wanted a boom-turing moment with her attitude, yeah. but she was not getting that same thing. No one's ever going to match it. No. I think it was also so unexpected from Toreen because this week, yes. this was episode three, so we've already seen her for a few weeks, and it was like, boom, this was her moment to shine, whereas this is like the first time we're seeing them, so it's like you haven't really surprised us yet. Dee Dee gave me the classic drag silhouette with the fringe and the beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. I think she did fine, just not very memorable. It wasn't. And I felt like some of like her lyrics when she talks to just her name at the end, it just felt like it didn't like ring with the rest of the song. Yeah. It's time for Verushka, who has revealed that almost killed the entire cast. Her I performance swear. was one of those where the girls fell back and let her have her moment because if they actually danced, they would end up upstaging her. Mm-hmm. I did like her look. The red hair was not great as it was in her face the entire time she moved. But when your lyrics literally say hair all glamour and that's what you serve. (laughs) Now in our group choreo in the chorus. I don't even know who was right and who was wrong, but it was a fucking mess. They are trying to do that iconic UK hun train moment, Mm -hmm. but it was all over the place. Everyone was off. So it's like, you're like, so you don't know exactly who was supposed to be on beat and who was fucking up. Yeah. Bernie's turn and she was in her element. She had more energy than all the girls combined. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of best. She looked great. Perhaps my favorite look of the group. 
I don't know if she thinks she's a raptress, but just because you pre-plan lyrics, it doesn't mean they're going to match the beat of the actual song you're going to perform. Musically oh, yeah. speaking, this was a complete and utter nightmare. It's one thing to be like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to have some verses ready, but you don't know how the melody of that song is going to be. It's one thing to be like, hi, I'm coming back from All Stars and I'm doing my own song, or they're telling you, hi, you're doing a, uh, one of your, one of the weeks is going to be a talent show, have something, and you're like, oh, I'm doing my own original music. But to come in and be like, hi, I'm going to do like uh, Catwalk, and then be like, these are the lyrics I plead fan. Oh, they don't work with this, with this. No with the melody at all. So it's going to sound fucking stupid. Yeah, it didn't work. Now, Astrid's look was very much not in line with the other girls as there was so much white. Mm-hmm. And it was not good for performance either. I don't want to say that she relied on the tricks because she didn't know the lyrics, but I don't know if she was lip syncing at all with the stunts. Like, give stunts. I don't. Something. It didn't, Let us see it, your moment here. It, when she was doing her flips, I was like, I don't think she's lip syncing. I don't no. think she knows the words at all. And I think she's so already afraid that it was it was clear. I was like, oh, girl, watching this performance before they even did the runways, I expected Varushka and Astra to be the bottom two yeah. because they were the worst in the challenge. I did like the sound of her vocals, and I think they did bring out a lot of personality. We just didn't didn't see it matched in the performance. It, it, just, what, it was lost in the performance, yeah. Now, we get back into the train choreo, and fucking Varushka is facing the wrong way. Girl, what is happening? She has two left feet. She didn't know what direction. She doesn't know what left and right is either. And then we're going to get that, quote, showdown moment like we did last season where the girls are doing the, like, one-on-one battle. It was really dance improv, and they all failed miserably. It worked last season because both groups were together and it was right. like them doing like kind of like a uh, like a pitch perfect pitch off. But right. this was like it didn't work here being like because it didn't feel like they were any of them were in sync with each other at all. I thought we would have our flex bomb girls moments this week. I no, was okay. wrong. What a joke. Mm-mm. Category is fringe with benefits and honor the runway. We're going to play fringy or cringy. Okay. Starting with Astrid Mercury, no designers listed, baby queen realness. I like the idea of the rags and paying tribute to the workers. Black mm-hmm. is so hard to work with on the runway in this show. There is no life or movement. It needed more textures. Her mug is giving Black Swan, but this she is way too beautiful for what she gave. This was such a disappointing moment. Yeah, I think I'm like the outfit. I think it's one of those things where it's like the uh, there's elements there that if she that where you could just this is like a good base level, like first draft. And I want to yeah. see what this like three or drafts three, four, five look like. Um, because yeah, especially if she was going, I think if she was going with more of the black swan element, I would have much rather the fins kind of look like she look like feathers in a way sure. like she had them going down her arms so she can like wave them in a way um but yeah it's one of those things like it's it, 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 yeah it just it wasn't her night it just wasn't her this wasn't her episode Cal Karen says that she understands she is head cheerleader because of her lyrics and the splits in the cartwheels and we'll give it to her. She will say the lip syncing was a bit off and she really couldn't keep up. Jiggly says the stunts are great, but if it's if it's on beat, she says mm-hmm. you should do it because you don't know your words. So you're trying to mask your performance with a stunt. When it comes to the runway, she says the color black is already dull, but there is no texture with the way the fringe is. She says they're not expecting them to have the most extravagant, huge outfit, but it has to pop. Yeah, that's kind. I'll give it a fringy. 
Yeah, it's a it's a soft cringe. Audience, 40% fringy, 60% cringy. Didi Marie Holiday, no designers listed. She should have come out backwards and showed them the cape as it was immaculate. Yeah. The fuchsia fringe fantasy is beautiful. It's drag. I love the collar piece. I love the hair. It is so beautiful in pageant. It's all just a bit confusing why the centerpiece of the look, meaning the back of the cape is not highlighted. Like this is a fringe runway, but give us something. Yeah, I think if it would have started from behind and her turning around, because that was her element was paying tribute to, I think, to, to Christmas, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like it should have started with the, the selling point, turning around, and then she could have had it open a lot more to kind of flow with it. Because it does get lost where she's like, oh, it's the last thing. I'm turning around right. walking back and now you can see it. Yeah. But Fourth again, but the look right. the look is gorgeous. Fourth Impact says during the recording, they say she was one of the people who was very promising as she was quick to pick up what they were mentoring. They say it's easy to see her experience and performance. They says she no doubt gave it all on stage. BJ says he felt joy by her look. He will ask what the inspiration behind the look. She says she wanted to be the evil queen who ate a good apple and she transformed to the queen of Christmas. She will say it is the second favorite holiday of the Philippines. Mom Powell will ask what is the first and Didi says... Her. Right. I cackled <laughs> out loud, so loud. Mom of House set herself up. This bitch was on. Mm-hmm. She, oh, I think, I feel like Dee Dee's one to watch. Like, yes. it's like she's really smart. And it's like, I I really can't wait for the reading challenge because I feel like she's going to de- like devour them. It's a fringy. Oh, it's a fringy, yes. Audience 60% fringy, 40% cringy. Bernie. Look by Patrick Isarena, hair by Ian Garcia. I thought the bitch was coming out of the shower. How the fuck did she get this piece here? The thing is so cheap looking, and that's why it looks so campy. Do yeah. love the color. I think the hair is great. Do I understand it? No. Did she say I'm going to make sure everyone sees me? Yes. There mm-hmm. is so much tinsel from this one bitch in one episode. She's a tinsel queen. I I just think this is like high camp high drag and i live for it i thought it was like especially because she is so small and this is so big i just like the just position of the fact that she like can get lost in this and be eaten up but she's still like she i mean she could have gotten lost in this and be like it was too big for you but she still like had so much presence with it and she just made it fun i was like okay okay girl I, you're wearing me down i'm liking it more Mama Powell says that she understands that she was one who led the girl group for the choreography. Cal and Karen says it felt like it was Bernie and the backup dancers. She says she proves to the world that she's a showgirl. She says what she likes about her verse is it's simple and straight to the point and easy to remember. She says, let's pack it up. As she says to the girls, where the suitcases get packing. She says from head to toe, it is beautiful. Fourth impact says that she is their fifth impact. They mm-hmm. say that she they can see the impact on her performance with the stage presence. And they say they wanted to pop out of her cringe. I'll give it a fringy. That's a fringy for me. Audience, 81% fringy, 19% cringy. Hannah Beshi, no designers listed. I truly love this idea. I love that she's giving you camp and giving it a different interpretation of what fringe could be. The cup of noodle headpiece should have been attached. The dress is really cute. 
Why no panties? Girl, you've watched this show before. Make it work. She should have easily had like a noodle panty piece, like play on the neat idea of like, I don't know, send nudes or something. Exactly. Great idea. Almost perfected. I thought this was so campy and fun. It took a second um, with the head when she came walking in. And I also was like, girl, this girl likes to cover her face when she does entrances. Um, <laughs> but also then it hit me being like, oh, she's a spilled cup of noodles. Oh, this is genius. But yeah, I think if it would have been like maybe connected like into her hair a little yeah. bit, maybe like, I don't know, maybe it might have been like too heavy to do that way. So that's why she had it as like holding it with her hand. Um, but I did like the idea it was very fun. And that's like what makes drag fun. It's like, this was a I fun agree. outfit and yeah, it's just a fun outfit. I had a lot of Todd, fun with her. Todd Karen says it's quite distracting that she doesn't have a panty. She says undergarment is a big thing. Jiggly says during the group part, she says it didn't sync with the other girls. And Fourth Impact says she was the one who had the guts to really rap, but says in the future to be careful with the timing whenever she sings. I'll give it fringy. Oh, it's going to get a fringe for me. Yeah, this is this was just a fun runway. Audience 81 for 81% fringy, 19% cringy. OV cunt, look by Job Decon. She is giving her interpretation of the Balat tree, which are native to the Philippines. They are very spooky, and I love this idea for her. I know that if you look at her photo on the gram, she has gone all black with it now, which would have been the smarter idea. What she does give you is a battle of good and evil with the pink and the nude trying to poke through. The mug is Dragula realness. It felt very much in line with the vampire runway from last season. Exactly. Well, I also like that she didn't go all black here because like they said, black kind of washes you out on the runway. I yeah. like having like the pops of pink. Yeah. If you want to how if you want to resell it for a photo shoot, then yeah, you can easily do all black because you can you can play with the exposures of the camera. But this when she walked out, I was all, oh, this is like thinking outside the box, like being kind of like a creepy tree, having it be folklore. I was like, oh, I'm here for this. What I wasn't Jiggly. here for is when she takes it off because that is just she's just scary looking. <laughs> Jiggly says she's a bitch to her heart because she loves a girl who says to the world that I never told you I was nice. I'm a bitch. BJ says the runway he didn't write a lot of notes for her, but he did write chills. He says it's very editorial and says he can see it and wants to shoot it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he did. I'll give it a fringy. <laughs> I hope he did. Um, yes, it's a very it's fringy. Yes, audience eighty one percent fringy, nineteen percent cringy, and finally, Verushka levels. Look by Axel K. It's time for a scandal. This is so beautiful and ornate. She says it's Perea, which is carnival. What I will say is this is engulfing her. She has a great body and did nothing to highlight it. There is so much going on. It looks like it was not meant for her. Also, I love that she's like, this is pure silk that I bought. Oh, yeah? Is it now? Mm-hmm. Did, did you buy it? And the designer was like, oh, I'm going to use it for somebody else. Thank you. Literally. Talk to me about this one. I do think there are elements of this look that are really pretty, but I feel like if she would, if the jacket wasn't there and it was just the skirt, but I think the jacket is where most of the fringe is. So it's just like... It's just a lot going on, and it does feel like in certain pictures, 
it looks like she is like she's being swallowed up. Like you can't really tell. It doesn't really work with her body shape because it probably wasn't meant for her body shape. Mama Powell asks her if she thinks she is on the same level as the other queens. She says, fuck them. I'm gorgeous, darling. She says she can't say that they're at the same level, but says someone has to be the Beyonce. Someone has to be the Michelle and someone has to be the other one and someone has to be the backup dancer and she is so convinced that she's such a good performer poor kelly roland i know she didn't even get name drops mm-hmm. usually it's michelle who's forgotten no i don't think it's Michelle. they always say you're the michelle I and mean, it's like i think i think I, I do feel like kelly always gets forgotten who really gets forgotten are the two girls that started the band with them that like no one remembers yeah BJ will tell her that he saw her miss most of her lyrics and most of the choreography. He says the look is very ornate and says it's a mishmash of a lot of things, but wishes she wore different shoes. Mama Pow says the outfit is nice, but she's seen it before. On Nicole Baramo, yeah? Miss International Philippines, already wore it as the national costume. Called out by the host. Mm-hmm. But didn't she? And she was like, who? Um, it's because she lives in Hong Kong. She doesn't pay attention to what's going on in the Philippines. I'm giving it a soft cringy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a soft cringe. It, it, yeah, there's just so much going on. Audience, give her credit. 65% fringy, 35% cringy. Now, before she lets them go, Mama Pow has a scandal-worthy question for them. The dreaded question is here. Second week in the row. Who should Second go in the row. and why? such an early such an early thing to do it and so mean so mean so mean drama and poor poor astrid i felt for her oh astrid will start and what a nightmare she will not ask for pity and her sweet sweetheart starts to cry and says based on the critiques she didn't receive any positive feedback and says she deserves to go. And everyone on the panel is like, no. And Mama Pow is like, it's not based on our critiques. It's based on you. So what does Astrid say? Well, based on performance, still mean. Tell me she's seen this show before. And we know what happens when this happens. That's the thing. It's like, and that was the other thing too, was we've seen this show before. We know that whenever they ask this question, the girls that get the most votes usually end up fighting with usually end up at the bottom or they save the bitch who got the most votes because they're like she's going to be drama which is kind of what happened this this week and but it's like the moment you say i did the worst you pretty much are like well no matter no matter how good you are in this lip sync girl you just you just you've just purchased your ticket home Jiggly is getting pissed off as she is throwing herself under the butt under the butts as she says the bitches just pick one of the heifers to go home the pink one the iridescent one the yellow one the black one or the covered bitch one so funny that so was funny. the best moment when Jiggly was just like I have been in your shoes just say a name it's yeah, like for- you know what because when you go back to untucked then you can explain your reasonings on why mm-hmm. you did it but right here it's like you're you fight for yourself when you're on that stage. Astrid falls to her knees. She can't do it. They tell her to fight. She will be the bus and will save Arushka. Finally. Finally. She will say because of the simplest thing. The way she pulled her skirt. Okay. Moving on to Didi. She will save Arushka because of very simple choreography she messed up. Bernie will ask if she can weed out all five of them so she can be there alone. But based on the rehearsals and the critiques, she names Verushka. 
Anabeshi will say, if you're a drag queen, the outfits you show must be original. And says drag queens are often the references of designers. So they're the ones who should be pushing boundaries. So she says, Mama Ver, oh, Vicant, will say not to be a bitch, but to be a bitch. When they were rehearsing, Verushka didn't tell them she had a reveal and says, what if someone slipped? She says, for a girl who claims she's wearing couture, she asks if they can ask her to turn around because there's a hole at the back of her skirt. So uh, it's not that was, That was the best. She's like, can you have her turn around so you can see what weird what I saw? Clock, clock, bitch. Mm-hmm. Now Verushka will be asked why they chose her, and she will say because she's pretty. But if she asked who should go home, she says, fuck all of them. Kidding. But then based on runway, she will say Hanabashi because it's a bit basic for her. Miss <laughs> pull out. And we will have the results of this interaction in a little bit. Yeah. The <laughs> other thing, the ahead. other thing too is when she said fuck all of them uh, kidding i figure it's one of those things where it's like no just stick to your guns if you yeah. want to be you she's trying so hard to not be dramatic that it's just like she's trying to soften everything with like <laughs> and i'm like no girl just been like i'm pretty they're jealous of my prettiness because that's what she keeps saying and she's like they can all go home but um if i can only pick one it's hannah you know after the judges deliberate, the girls return for the results. Mama Palace decided that Bernie is the winner of the week. She wins a cash tip of 80,000 pesos, courtesy of Kumu. Oh, and she receives a Rue badge. Didi, Ovi, and Varushka are safe, leaving Hanabeshi and Astrid Mercury as the bottom two. I was, agree? No, I was no. so shocked that no. Varushka was not in the bottom, but then I'm like... They filmed drama. The, it's one. I'm like, okay, we'll see how Tuck was because a lot of times something will happen that will change their minds. But I was like, Astrid for sure is gonna be at the bottom. Is probably I'm like, Verushka makes the most sense because she fucked up the most. But even when they were doing their deliberations, they kept they mentioned, well, they kind of picked her because of what was going on in rehearsal. Right. And I'm like, yes, but you saw the that her rehearsal didn't matter because she still did not know what the fuck she was doing on the stage. And I'm like, oh, she's going to be drama. They're going to keep her around because they know it's going to piss off other girls. The song is Fourth Impacts Unleash the Diva. It's a power song. I loved it. I think it was a great it song. It was a great song. Brought power. And if you told me that this was a non-elimination episode, I would have understood that. Also, mm-hmm. there was no way that Veruska would have beat Astrid. And I think they wanted someone to knock Astrid out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanabashi is a great lip syncer, and I think she will be a force if she is in the bottom again because she just has great stage presence. She did. I thought I thought she was strong right when it started, and I was like, okay, I knew I knew Asher was going to pull out tricks. Um, so I knew Hannah Hannah had to like deliver in the in the face and in like yeah. embodying the song. Astrid has tricks, and I'm sure she's a lovely girl, but she was not cut out for this season. In the end, Astrid is eliminated, and wow, what a tearful goodbye. Do you agree? Oh. Oh, I, yeah. Even if she had done the better lip sync, I think she was still going to go home because I no. don't think she was ready. No. Now, the episode ain't over, friends. We got to go back to the workroom because we have to get back to zero for next week's episode. The yep. girls will head back to the workroom where they will read Astrid's mirror message. Varushka is sad to see her go because she found her to be a cutie and wanted to flirt with her. The rest of them are fugly. 
Mm-hmm. Well, she'll have five more choices uh, in about five minutes. Now, as the girls are chatting and congratulating Bernie, out of nowhere, we have some feathers walking in. It's our first week, girls, in their feather looks. And here is our showdown. They will mock the chicken feathers, and someone's going to call out the one in orange. Uh, back off, my girl, Arizona, bitches. I'm all, they're like, bitch, I won. <laughs> I won, girls. Is it Party City? And they're like, no, we don't have that here. Uh, but it's not going to be the only time you hear about Party City. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first girls are like, they are group number two for a reason. And Varushka is already jumping alliances and wants to be with them because they're prettier. But Bernie, she sees her sister, the she-devil. It's Cat Cat. Mm-hmm. Here, the snake is revealed. Bernie says she... Uh, Dee Dee says that she was imagining Cat Cat as the snake she was holding in the shoot. And now she's there in front of them, smiling. Cat Cat says they all look like garbage. And she asks, what happened to Draggers if they cast these people? The competition's here. Now, obviously, last season we had some out-of-show drama. And clearly that's the case this season. But it mm-hmm. seems like this one's a little deeper and darker. Oh, but it's also because it's with three girls who are much older so yeah. they have probably known each other for a long time. And yeah. uh, my guess is Cat Cat probably did something that really pissed them off and probably ruined their friendship. And it's probably not the same. Because I felt like the Minty and Marina thing with um, Silhouette with Silhouette was kind of like, it didn't really feel dramatic. I felt, I felt Silhouette made it more dramatic. Yes. Where I feel like this, this is going to be juicy. And I, I wonder, it's going to be. I mean, the reality gonna... is, last time mm-hmm. Silhouette, it was all about her feelings and emotions. She felt jilted that her daughter was more successful. That's really the reality. That's that really it what it was. Yeah. And she made it a bigger thing with Minty because, again, she needed to vilify Marina, uh, yeah. which did not work because Marina Summers is one of the biggest uh, fan favorites that come out of the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think it's a little more personal. But yeah. we'll find out. Is it crazy that, like, I watched this episode and I was like, wait, I will. Don't give me the other three shows that are airing. I'll take this one again this week. Oh, yeah. This was like, I'm like, ooh, I want to see. And like, now I know why they split them up because they knew it was like they were where they need to save the drama for now that they're all together. But speaking of, it's drama time. Let's go through the highs and lows of this drama filled untucked. (laughs) Bernie thinks this might be her chance as she was one of the three that got good critiques meanwhile varushka says she was convinced that she was a good performer just because she was enjoying it girl if that's how things worked i'd be a fucking star i know exactly i i was enjoying myself that's what, so i thought i was doing well Aditi's feet hurt and that might be the catalyst for why she will go from happy queen to evil mm-hmm. or the drinks the drinks are here and they're excited for it not as much as arizona like- brandy though I feel like, you know, they have yet to learn from the U.S. girls of being like, hi, we had to stop. We had to limit them after season two. If you looked at those drinks, they were watered down. There was a lot of water oh, yeah. there. Oh, I'm guessing. Yeah, of course. It's like this much alcohol. Dee will propose a toast to RuPaul's Drag Race season two. Almost. So close. Not not the mm-hmm. same show, sweetie. Um, there's no time for niceties. Dee is going to be like, so we're all not dancers. She's ready to dive in. Ovi says at least they didn't embarrass themselves. They were just told they were a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. That's kind. That's very kind. It w- they were very kind to them about their dancing skills. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that just got cut from the edit. 
Dee Dee wants to know who the tops and bottoms are. And Dee Dee says, obviously, it's Bernie the most top, despite being a power bottom. And then she <laughs> says, like, uh, who? And maybe she's a Barbie top. And well, they really like talking about positions on this show. They do. Because they're all horny. That's why. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee will snack on her olive as she asks, who's going to lip sync? Astrid raises her hand and Ovi just points straight to her. Mm-hmm. We get a recap the Astrid question moment and Ovi says saying your own name is like pushing yourself off a cliff. Astrid will say that she feels so underdressed and small but Ovi will tell her to stop beating herself down as she might um, be styling, having an issue with her styling but her looks fabulous. That's sweet. Ovi says for Astrid as um, she's sad for her because she's been that person before. She knows the feeling of giving up and knows that there are people there for her in this moment so she's going to be there for Astrid. Astrid starts to smile, and I have to think it's because um, Bernie put on Varushka's hat. That was a moment. That was funny. <laughs> Astrid didn't expect Ov to be that girl and give her advice. She knows Ov cunt to be a bitch on social media, but she was wrong. She's just a bitch with a heart. Yeah, I, I did. When she when Ov kind of like opened up and was like, "Girl, you know, we've been there. We've all been there. You know, you." Like I said, like I said earlier, it's about, you know, styling, you know, yeah. you can, this is a first draft. You can work it, work it out. Um, so I did think that was like a nice moment, it, you know, with her, but then before she became, you know, the, the pullout drama that lasted 20 minutes of the episode. <laughs> oh, we will joke with her that she didn't even expect her to be there. So there's that. And that's not her being an asshole, just being her thinking they weren't compete together. Ovi made sure she was the person to talk to her because once you enter the dark headspace, especially on the first day, but she tells her she is a strong bitch that they are twinning with no eyebrows. It's giving mother daughter. (laughs) We love moments like this. Mm -hmm. Come to mama cunt. Now let's start with some drama. Mm -hmm. Dee Dee will say that she doesn't want her to sugarcoat it or anything, but they all picked Varushka. How you feeling girl? She must be feeling something at the very least. Say the truth, girl. Varushka will remind herself that she is on TV and says that she felt bad. But before she can finish, Dee Dee's like, you're sugarcoating it. Varushka says to us in confessional that it didn't bother her, but she knows she's very pretty and doesn't think she'll go home on the first day. She says, you don't send the girl with a pretty outfit home first. But they have. But they have. She will say that forming friendships is more important. And Dee Dee is like, that sounded so fake. This isn't Mama Pow's best friend race. Yeah, and like it's what I've been saying all episode. There's something about Varushka that I think she's trying so hard to make sure her image is a certain way yes. that she's coming across insincere, even when she's trying to like, or she'll do the little laugh thing like, like it's a joke. Like, ah, girls, I'm just kidding with you. Now, Ovi thinks that Varushka was referring to her as the bitch she was talking about, and she will confirm she thinks Ovi is the bitch she is, so she describes her as a stray dog who keeps biting people, and what do they do to that? Please put her down. Not a good metaphor here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she's a Disney villain. She, you know what she is. That's why I said she. I don't think she. I don't think she. Her intention was to come in and be the villain of the season. But she is in her hopes of trying to be such like a goody goody. It's coming across as 
what are your intentions behind this good this good act yeah ovi says that she is the bitch and varushka says she respects her art form but says she's tactless and ovi is like where is it right now the girls are fighting varushka (laughs) says that she doesn't want to give a villain show to which ovi is like so you think i am right now varushka says there's nothing to fight about because they were all right that she did have mistakes okay princess stop playing for the cameras oh she's so playing for the cameras it's uh they will thank Bernie for guiding, or they would have been lost in the performance. And they're till um, they're all sisters. They love her. Sure says, okay. Didi is back and saying that they asked to pick one personal, one person, and it wasn't personal. And Varushka is like, you're my girl. And Didi's the horny one of the season. And she tells her, yeah, and I would fuck you in a second. <laughs> okay, great. That's how you break the tension of a fight. Exactly. <laughs> Well, also, go ahead, go ahead. Well, also, Dee Dee even kept saying, like, she chose Veruska because she knew she could take it. Right. We'll get there. Or I think, because I think, I think she could have easily been like, I think if Astrid hadn't broken down and picked a name, I think she would have been like Astrid. But because Astrid had already broken down, I'm like, going, I don't think anyone wanted to say her name because they're like, I don't know if that's going to put her over the edge. So, but I think they're like, but but we can say the other person that fucked up was Varushka. Now let's pull back the curtain as Didi says that they had only one hour and Varushka had to drag them down. Did they really have one hour to rehearse? Is it possible that the conspiracy theory we've started all this episode, that this was all done in a day? That's my guess, especially because the girl, because the last, anytime they've ever done the split premieres, Every time the second group comes back to the workroom, the girls are always in new outfits because right. either then season six, season 12. This one, since they had them in the same outfit, it really, and I was trying to think of like looking at um, Tiny because she was the one that had the lip sync. I was like, because they did undrag at the start of the episode. So I'm wondering, did they make them put the outfits back on or did they meet each other? And then, yeah, no, because they read the message. So I'm wondering if they made them like the drag leave and then be like, hi, you have to put your office back on for this. They might have been, and, or, and they might have been like, wait, we have to take photos or something. Yeah, they um, might have been like, I have to go back to the beginning to see how much did they start undressing before they before it switched. Which is crazy to me if this was done in a single day, because knowing the success of Pop Off Ate, like you want to give the girl group challenge the most time you could possibly have. Like I've yeah. heard that the um, Drag Race France Rusical, they got an entire 24 hours to work on. And that's yeah. why it was so And that's good. why it was so good. Yeah. yeah. If you give them time to work on it, because I think also I think I saw some like a behind the scenes of like season 12 when they did the Madonna Rusical, where it was like, after hours they were kept they were rehearsing yeah. for a good few hours but that you that you're not seeing that part you right. know now Verusco will reference Fifi O'Hara as there is no fighting and no go back to party city where you belong two party city references in one week but it was also I felt like such a random reference to be like I'm no Fifi O'Hara and it's just it's like because I'm like that they love season four because of Jiggly Oh yeah, they probably. Oh my god, are we need a lot. I'm like, I'd rather. I'm like, just those Sharon references, but yeah. give me a bunch of Latrice Royale references. I'll, I'll live for that. No, I don't want no more nuts. I'm done with the nuts references. Get, keep those nuts away from my podcast. <laughs> or you can do some Dita Reeds. Come on, category is cheesecake. Veruska will leave the group to listen to the song as Ovi tells Astrid to be strong, and Dee Dee's just stumbling along. 
This will lead to a private conversation between OV, Dee Dee, and Bernie, where Miss Holiday, if you're nasty, says she mentioned Miss Hong Kong's name because she knew she could handle him. And mm-hmm. now starts the OV is a literal child portion of the show as we watch her literally stand on the couches. Bitch, be careful. Those are cheap. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Dee Dee defends her decision because she and Verushka are the same age and says there can only be one old bitch in the competition, but Ovi is like, Mama, if not Verushka, what's the real reason? The lies, the lies. Now, Dee Dee says she's not known for lying except for Grinder and Bloop. Uh, Ovi <laughs> says she's doing it now and immediately gets Dee Dee to say, Okay, fine, I think performance sucked. And she consumed the one hour that they had. And there you have it the real reason she did not say on the stage. Mm-hmm. As Dee Dee and Ovi, um, talk. I gotta ask: Are they the mean girls for not saying this to Verushka's face, or do we live for this because Verushka is so polarizing? I think it's because she's polarizing. I agree. I don't. I. I don't think they're mean girls per se. Because remember, Dee Dee did try to have her to be like, Tell, "Don't sugarcoat it. Do you, what? What do you feel about right. being 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 that all five of uh, all five of us called your name." What is that? Are you doing mad? Are you upset? What's going on? And she kept like going around the bush on it, being like, I don't want to be a villain. I don't want to be, I don't want drama. I don't want people to think I'm dramatic. And I don't, so I do think it's one of those things to be like, she's not going to listen to us. So let, let's have a conversation and be like, yeah, I picked, so I said her name because I thought it would be, you know, she'd take it. But also the fucking bitch were like, we only had so little time to get this done. And she took up so much because she couldn't get the choreo and she kept wanting to be simpler. And you saw the final production being like, this is a, like, it, it's a hodgepodge of ideas that never got solidified because they didn't have time to. OV is still pressed on Verushka's look as she looks down the barrel of the camera and asks how she would make Mama Pal one of her looks if she just borrowed the outfit. It's time for pullout gate. DD will say that she noted notice on her boxes that there are designer names, and it sounds like a redux of La Grande Dame. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't. I don't know if it's like they have like they have so little time to usually have so little time to get the outfits together, and most girls do borrow from other queens even sometimes other contestants but i'm like no there are a couple repeated looks on runways or like inspired by but i don't know why it's like you know if you're finding someone who's like what's the difference of getting someone who's a well-known dry brace designer designing all your looks compared to borrowing something from someone um that's a little more if it's a big designer and it wasn't made for that person that's already been seen and worn by someone else that's where it becomes okay. a problem. As Ovi says, it's giving casket, casket realness when it's fabulous in the front and there's a hole in the back. That hole in the back is so. Uh... Didi says that Ovi is really reading her and asks if she wants to do this this year. And she says, this is their year. She's just saying the truth. Now, Didi calls out Ovi for clocking people who have designer pullouts because she clocked Astrid's entrance. And Didi will ask Ovi if she will clock her when she wears something she pulled out. And well, this sealed both of their fates in the show because neither of them are leaving until that moment happens. Oh, exactly. That's going to be the episode that's either going to send one of them home. Yeah. In confessional, Ovi will look straight into the camera once again and say, if you look up the definition of couture, she doesn't pull out as part of couture. 
OV says what I've been saying. She hates when girls act like it's their clothes and don't alter it to make it their own. Like I said earlier, Miss mm-hmm. Carrie yeah. Colby, I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. Rushka comes back to the couch and Dee's like, you might be lip syncing tonight, but OV is going to interrupt and say, we haven't talked yet. Varushka is like, I have more pretty pieces to show. And Ovi is like, more pull-out pieces? She's obsessed with the pull-out. She is so obsessed. That's like, it got to a point where I'm like, um, girl, what is what is your like major like drum with it? Like, I can understand being like, hi, you just grabbed something, you grabbed something that's well known. You didn't do anything different. So you're obviously just wearing it, especially it being clocked as being a costume uh, that we've seen before on like uh, the Miss, was it Miss Universe or Miss International? But someone, yeah, someone big has worn something similar and she was like, I I don't don't know. Um, I I guess I can see it both ways. Like, uh, but I did feel like OV was trying to make a point and even when the point was done and they started to move on, she'd find a way to circle back to it where I was like, girl, I was like, it was like, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like the Brigadine uh, thing where she kept it, where it was like that broken record of her talking to Minty about like the drama and how she was like, oh, I'm sorry about this or this. Um, and it was like, girl, I, I think we're done, but you, the record yeah. keeps playing. And that's what happened this episode. The record just kept playing about the pullouts. Meanwhile, Bernie is sitting there with stank face being like, what did I sign up for? Ovi will explain her stance to the pullout and the loose usage of couture in the room, but Verushka wants to change her mind and about nothing wrong with pullouts. Ovi agrees as she is a former stylist, but Verushka says the pullout fits with her drag to which Ovi is like, but there's no change to it and nothing is added. She's like, you got the garment and wore it. Verushka will claim that this is her drag and I eye rolled so hard. So your drag is high, high, fashion i'm doing air quotes kids um i don't know yeah it's just it's just i think it's just it just feels like the more she's on screen the more i'm like girl you are so fake and i have a feeling you're gonna last longer than you should because you're you're gonna cause some drama but maybe not like quite as dramatic as a, a few other things um so i think that's why that's why they kept her because they knew yeah. she's not a performer, so they were gonna. So she would have gone home, but they also knew it's like Astrid's not ready for this. We need to send her home, right. and that's why. That's why Hannah was like, "Honey, you're gonna do that job for us." Ov will retract what she said, so she can be a good and proper person and be apologetic. She will apologize for offending Verushka, but she's like, "You didn't. I love it. She loves it because you're getting airtime. That's why she loves this moment." Mm-hmm. Verushka will tell Ovi that she's exactly like her, but in confessional, she tells us Ovi just wishes she could be her. We love the villain edit. Now Ovi she is getting it hardcore too. Now Ovi wants to go and get the tea on why Verushka called Hannah's look basic. First off, I live that this battle will happen with Astrid lip syncing behind her. Like she's not even in this conversation happening. She's going to say that if she wanted a cup of noodles, it should be handmade noodles. She will say handmade like organic and Dee Dee's like pulled noodles. She will then get all Hong Kong and say that cup of noodles and ramen in Hong Kong is so basic. She will continue to say that if you eat a cup of noodles in Hong Kong, it's not basic ones, they're Japanese. 
Are we talking about food or what the fucking bitch is wearing? It's That's where I got where I'm like, yeah. going like, this isn't about the food. It's about the look. And I'm like, if you wanted, like, how did you want the, the it fringe? So how did you want these noodles pieces to look on her? I think Almost she's like, trying to call her cheap. I think so. I think she's saying the it's like by picking a cup of noodles, you're cheap and needy, right. you know, because that's not what I do in Hong Kong. It's really a discussion of being a provincial queen, as Verushka says, it's not high quality in their basic noodles. And OV will be like, it's basic because it's cup of noodles. It's a fucking joke, bitch. And that's on yeah. that. She doesn't get the joke and I'm done with her. Wow. Excellent TV, but I want to smack this bitch in the face. Yeah, and we're at least getting a few weeks of, her, of this, so... Verushka yeah. says that maybe her humor is too dark, but OV tells her it's because she's from Hong Kong. And Didi is like, where noodles are a thing. And how I made noodles <laughs> in Hong Kong. And also, Bernie has still not moved from her seat, and she is still giving you sang face. This is the most entertainment she has seen in years, I think. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Well, also, no, next week is a design challenge. So Verushka might be going home next week. All right. Um, I doubt Didi she can sew. It's true. Didi and Ovi will move away from the couches and talk about Verushka again as they don't know what this nonsense and bullshit she is spewing is about. Now, with only a couple minutes left before they head to the main stage, Verushka will bring up the sugarcoating moment and Didi will stop her and tell her no one is that nice. Verushka will say that she's trying to rise bigger than that. And Didi is like, so you're trying to be a beauty queen again. Snappy one, this Didi. She doesn't want to fight her. Uh, and then please clock Miss Clock Clock Bitch again on the couch, mocking Verushka as this is happening, jumping up and down. Oh, Didi she's such says, a child. Didi says that her problem with it is that Verushka is keeping it to herself and she doesn't know how she feels about her, which is a very fair, valid point. But Verushka will try to claim she is all good if she can go home having won the photo shoot, as that is her forte. And here's OV being like, it's because she's a photographer from Hong Kong. And we learned <laughs> that Miss Hong Kong is going to have so many endorsements that she has so many connections. Oh, she's such, she's so good. She, OV is just so good. She, OV was meant for Drag Race. Yes. Like, she's just so good. And now this leads to Didi asking if she even needs this gig. Uh, she, Varush was going to call Didi an instigator saying she does need the gig. But in confessional, Ms. V will say that people are used to negative energy because they are toxic and they don't get into fights in Hong Kong because they are professional. Can't wait to I'm find sorry, out how people get into fights. This. Oh my God. Didi will clarify that's not that she doesn't trust her as a person. She doesn't trust people who talk like her. Didi says she'd rather be a cunty bitch than be this sugar-coated, I'm so nice, I don't want to be a villain on TV kind of person. Verushka mm-hmm. will tell Didi that she needs hypnosis because she's used to all the drama and thinks it's reality. She's not here to make friends, is she? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. She's, here to, she's here to win the crown. And also, they're, they're making good TV. Like, it's one of those things, like, if they want this to be a good season, they know what needs to get done. Yeah. And I think for, for them, they're like, Verushka, you're not playing the game how you should be. And it's going to be one of those things where it's like, even if you last long, by the time you leave, no one's really going to know who you are. Or that's going to be something that's going to get brought up in the judges being like, you're, you're a beautiful queen, beautiful gowns. But I'm like, but it's like, but we don't know who Verushka is. And that's going to be, that will be her storyline because she's so much about being this facade. It's not like, 
someone like Ben de la Creme. Like Ben de la Creme's character is like effervescent, like terminally delightful, but it's like, but we know who she is because of that, where it's like, this is one of those things where it's like, the facade is very much like, I'm not want to be this certain way. And that's what's coming across as fake to everybody else. Remember Bernie? She's going to tell us something. <laughs> She's still sitting on the couch, yeah. She always sees Varushka in Hong Kong. That's why she knows her. She sees her in Petticoat Lane because that's where she does her shows. And Bernie says she saw one of her shows. She was a bitch. And there <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee is going to try to clear things up with Hannah and ask her if she gets offended when she calls her provincial girl, as she is one too. She doesn't look at her, act like it. Hannah says that not that she got offended, but it stings because she would go to Manila and that's what they would, she would be called. She says provincial sounds like it means primitive. Hannah says that they are getting closer and starting to read each other, and that's the connection they have. But what if Hannah has to lip sync? She's going to give him a show. Didi says that Hannah reminds her of her when she was young. Not that she's saying she's old. She's young, just a godmother. <laughs> does tell Hannah that she too didn't want to wear underwear when she was younger. Hannah's ready to fight like she's drunk. Astrid, because she's gonna have done nothing in this induct, says she'll she literally has walked soon. away and has been like the Varushka show. She'll since tumble. Then. She'll pull out of the stops. It may be her first and last lip sync. And Varushka is holding on to dear life, but she says she's like a Trojan horse. She'll attack later. She wants a clean fight. Okay. The girls will put their hands in as this might be their last time as the quote top six. <laughs> We're going to watch the lip sync one more time as Astrid is eliminated. We watch Astrid sobbing off stage. There is no more composure. She is broken down. Yep. Uh, is this like the most dramatic? moment of an elimination we've seen like has anyone broken down this badly pangiana hills well no okay okay that's fair that that, not- that was like or no no rockham didn't they leave her didn't they leave like her mic on with her crying leaving the stage well, like there was a there pangiana was, yeah. too. Pangiana too. they left their mics on this one because it's like when the episode ended and you saw her go down you didn't hear anything after right. that that's fair that's and i think i think they were like turn the mic off uh like my unmike so that way it didn't like it was i think it was already like a tough moment that we already saw her break down that i don't think they were like we don't need this we don't need to prolong it three asian queens interesting okay producers do better exactly in the workroom Ashford starts to pack saying it was her flop era she thinks this will be the start of her drag journey as she will improve and never stop learning she sees her letters which will get her emotional until Ruska full on flirts and tells her to call her oh no no she's like Facebook message me Facebook message me WhatsApp oh my god girl I was like girl you are old Will there ever be a moment this season where Astrid and Nicole Pardo will interact and be in the same room? The world may never know. Maybe with the finale. Who knows? But officially now, to, we have a couple Magnolia Crawford of Drunk Philippines too. We do. I was wondering if they were going to pull like an, uh, was a, a season 13 and be like, or no, season 14 and be like, um, yeah, they didn't actually get eliminated. They're back. Um, but I but I have, but I was like, no, I think. Not these two. I, th- I think I think they're gone. I don't think they're bringing them back. Yeah. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Yes. What is Astrid's legacy? Um, a beautiful girl, but she wasn't <laughs> quite ready for uh, for the pressures of Drag Race. 
Yeah, she was very cute. She's very sweet. Uh, she is the epitome of a first out. Yeah, I. you know what? I didn't think she would be a first out, but I think it's like maybe if it was any other challenge as the first one and she kind of had more of a better fitting that when it got to the girl group, she wouldn't have been as nervous. But I think sure. this being the first challenge and I think especially the fact that like Papa Fate was just such a big hit that it's like, oh, fuck, it's even not just the pressure of being on the show, a pressure of like making sure our song is just as good, if not better than exactly. what came before us. So, yeah, that's that was already, I think, pressure is enough. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? We're going to include Untucked here. Um, I think Bernie won the week. You know, okay. I think, you know, she she was like she got the challenge win. she didn't. She wasn't dramatic as some of the other girls were, I think she was like, I'm going to sit here. I'm let you guys all um, implode on yourselves so I can take my fucking crown. Let's go. I, if I were to pull out like every mention in my notes of the name <laughs> Verushka, she might be the winner of the week because this was the Verushka mm-hmm. episode. I'm no, 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 no. Be. I'm going to no, say no, no. it'll be simply because she was fucking entertaining. No, no, no. Hong Kong was the winner of the week. <laughs> That's Kong. who won the week. Hong, Kong, Hong Kong won the week. Yes. levels. No, no. <laughs> Don't even put that in the universe. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. All right. We're going to get a design challenge next week. One person from each group will be paired up with their opposition for a battle of the looks, similar to, I think, um, we've seen like on UK2, something like that. Yeah, UK2 yeah, did that, where they had the same color, colors, yeah. colors to work with. Who do okay, you think will do well? Who's going to get their first taste of the drama? Um, I don't think Farushka's going to do well because I don't think Farushka knows how to sew unless she's paired with someone who does and then she's like, I will pay you to make my outfit. Because <laughs> um, I'm from Hong Kong. I have money. I have connections. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone... We haven't really seen... Uh, any, what anyone can do style wise, except I mean, for Hannah Hannah too. does make her own stuff. With, I think Hannah could do pretty good. That, I but... think Hannah, Hannah might do well. Um, I'm trying to think who, from the first group. I'm nervous about Tiny Deluxe. Um, Tiny, I'm nervous for her too. She's gonna pull a full on candy muse, and I'm gonna be like, she, You're gone, goodbye. She kind of, you, you know, she kind of is a candy muse of Philippines right now. She is. Yeah. Um, is there a world in which they're gonna force uh? Didi and Cat Cat to pair up. That's why they're doing this, right? This has to be the pairing. If it's not Didi and Cat Cat, it's going to be Bernie and Cat Cat. Cat Cat is going to be paired off with one of them this week. Yeah. Um. I oh my god, the pairing that I want to see is Bernie and uh, and Miss Jade. I want the two of them, the old trans queen and the new trans queen. I no, want Cat them Cat's paired the together. Old trans queen. Bernie's in the middle. Bernie's 35. We have to remember Bernie, she's younger Ber- than me. Bernie looks older than both of I them. I know. It's crazy. Oh, she's had right, a I'm life. Gonna, I'm going to allow you to have all 10 queens here. After two episodes, the winner mm-hmm. of the season is. Um, now with all 10. I could I could see as of this, as of these two episodes, given what we've seen and the storylines that we're probably going to get, I could see, I could see, yeah, Bernie. I could see Bernie taking the win. I can see Bernie, but I'm going to keep saying bottoms up, Arizona Brandy. She's a fucking star. Arizona Brandy is just so much, it's just so fun. I hope that she makes it. I hope she is top three yeah. um, or top four because they probably will do something top four. I'm hoping she makes it all the way to the end because she is 
funny and she's so she's so she's so cute too she yeah okay so, okay veruska you're no longer trade it, it's arizona brandy she's cute she's my right, trade where, of the season where can we find you on social media venmo any projects you want to plug i am on instagram at harry is precious as harry uh the venmo is precious at me uh and yeah i can be found throughout the west village um and that's about it Amazing. Well, this was fun. Pop off. Thanks for being Pop here. Pop off, Ate. Bush. Bush.